Hello, my name is Mary Stedman, co-founder and director of partners for Lura Lifestyle, welcoming you to Lura Listens. Each episode, I'll be interviewing luxury lifestyle leaders on topics such as wellness, travel, retail, gastronomy, events, marketing PR in the luxury space. We will listen to their insights, predictions, and their secrets. Lura Listens is brought to you by Lura Lifestyle Management. Lura Lifestyle is a members-only bespoke luxury lifestyle company servicing ultra-high net worth individuals across the globe. Lura offers its members unraveled access to some of the world's most exotic travel destinations, opulent hotels, new and trendy restaurants, VIP events, exclusive parties, and top fashion brands. Please follow us on Instagram at Lura Lifestyle. Today, I'm excited to introduce our fifth luxury leader on Lura Listens. One of the foremost authorities in the travel industry, our next guest is recognized as a leading luxury travel specialist. Having spent six years as head of sales and marketing for the Savoy Group, she saw a niche in the travel market for an agency that offered a different approach. And in 1993, she set up Maison Rose. Her foresight, understanding of travel trends and consumer insights quickly made Maison Rose the agency of choice for top hotels around the world. In 2001, she saw the need to expand the Maison Rose remit with the introduction of PR services. Today, Maison Rose is one of the only agencies offering integrated sales, marketing, and PR services to the travel industry. Under her guidance, Maison Rose has a portfolio of international hotels and has created successful campaigns for some of the world's most prestigious hotels, including Hotel Bel Air in LA, the Carl in New York, Hotel de Cap Eden Rock, Cipriani and Sandy Lane in Barbados. Current clients include Royal Monsoor in Marrakesh, Gestad Palace in Gestad, Switzerland, the Peninsula Hotel Group, and many more. For many years, she has been the trusted travel confidant to celebrities, business people, and their families. It was a natural progression in 2008 to open Maison Rose Private, a bespoke travel consultancy which caters to the demand for tailor-made high-level travel. With her insider access and unique knowledge of the best-kept travel secrets, she ensures the perfect match of the right destination and the best place to suit each client. With her regular travels and impressive list of personal contacts, she provides her clients with an exceptional level of knowledge and expertise. She opens doors to hidden gems, knows the best restaurants or places to shop, as well as the right people to know. Traveling with Tanya is truly an experience, the destination. Known as the voice of luxury travel, Tanya frequently asks to appear as an expert panelist at a wide variety of industry and luxury brand events. Her travel skill and entrepreneurial vision are recognized across multiple business sectors and by the media. In 2008, she was nominated at the Women of the Year Awards. Educated at Gordstone, she's now a governor of the school and chairman of the fundraising campaign. Previously, she has held board positions at the Almeida Theater, Click Sergeant, Wellchild, the English National Ballet, and the English National Ballet School. In addition to her passion for travel, Tanya's interests include the opera, theater, and fashion. She is also married with one son. 
Please join me in welcoming Ms. Tanya Rose, founder and CEO of respected sales and communication agency, Maison Rose. Tanya, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Mary. And I didn't recognize myself from that bio, so I'm very <laughs> privileged and honored. Thank you very much indeed. How lovely. Oh, it's such an honor to be able to be with you today, uh, as you've been such an inspiration to myself, but many others in our industry. Um, I just also want to say thank you to your team um, for the, the incredible partnership with Lure Lifestyle. And the Maison Rose family is always such a pleasure to work with, and definitely it's a credit to your leadership. So thank oh, you Oh, thank that. you. And we absolutely love working with you and your team and, you know, your foresight. And even just this podcast just shows that you're so innovative and, and we love working with you. Oh, well, it's been a roller coaster of a year, as we know, and especially for our industry. Um, but I was wondering what, if you could share with us some of your personal or professional highlights of 2020. Yes, of course. And actually, today is the action day of travel. So, you know, let's hope travel gets back to normal, which it's looking very much like it's going to in the next couple of weeks and months. Thank goodness. Um, a personal highlight for me in 2020 was actually I was asked to go on the board of RADA, which has obviously nothing to do with travel, but it has something to do with my great passion for theatre and film and also helping with education. So I was nominated for the council and the board of RADA. And one of the great things we did was we did a day of RADA business with my team, which of course had to all be on Zoom because we weren't actually allowed to see each other. But it was, being, it was teaching us how to actually present on Zoom and how to actually hold the room when you're online. And that was, honestly, it was such fun. We all had hysterics. We were all laughing our heads off. But it actually was incredibly helpful right at the beginning of lockdown. So that was really one of the highlights. And I think from a professional point of view, really, we didn't lose a single client and we managed to keep our team. So that was amazing during this, this very strange year. That is absolutely incredible. And Rada, um, what an honor. That is amazing. Congratulations. And I love that, um, being able to learn how to present um, online, as I think none of us really thought we probably still would be virtual, but I'm still attending, attending virtual conferences uh, actually today. So it, I think it's here to stay. Um, I think it will be definitely a hybrid. So yes, and, to have. and they gave us really like top tips of how to light your screen, you know, with one of those ring cameras and things like that, which at the beginning, none of us knew so we came out with some real practical tips which was great that's incredible and so how has Maison Rose I know you've kept your clients which congratulations again to you that just shows how incredible you and your team are to keep your clients but how did you have to pivot during this time as I know all companies sort of did pivot so what did you do um, we really did have to look at the offering that we do. I mean, as you said at the beginning during the introduction, we do sales, we do marketing and we do PR, but we also do international. And so a lot of the time, UK clients weren't able to travel, but people in the European cities were. So we actually did switch sometimes around the PR focus so that we could send European journalists to the destinations. That was a really big shift and pivot for us and obviously if somebody was paying us for sales and marketing but not PR and we could do PR we included that so 
everything was very nimble and we sat down with every hotel right at the beginning and said right we are your partners we will hold your hand and take you through this as best we can and we talked to them every week we did lots of webinars we did lots of digital things things we hadn't done before and this you know zoom became invaluable for all of us really yeah, no, definitely. And I think you did a lot as well. I know with uh, your social media as well. So I always enjoyed the interviews. Um, oh, yeah, and- no, that was fun. I mean, the social yeah. media was great. And also, I don't know, I'm sure you do know, but I wrote a book um, a few years ago called Travel Secrets. Yes. Um, And the nicest bit I think about the book was not just my favorite hotels, but it was the secrets in every destination and the interviews I did with my well-traveled friends. So what I did during lockdown is I interviewed the people who were in the book and I asked them to just do a one minute video of their travel secret where they wanted to be traveling when they could. And that was really good fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, that was definitely excellent. I did tune in, I think, to all of them because you had a week of it, I believe. And I was uh, waiting for the next one. But they were all excellent tips. And I learned a lot even being in, in the industry. So thank you for that. Um trends are you seeing in the hospitality space and in the luxury space um the trends really haven't changed that much but sustainability is really you know key and i don't mean sustainability just on product but also on staff and looking after your staff and the environment around your staff so that's very very key Um, and wellness and well-being again of staff and of clients well-being was very much the key word before lockdown, but obviously now with COVID, it's been even more important. And we actually have a wellness division at Mason Rose, and that's growing exponentially. Um, we've been giving hotels who are trying to build that well-being part of their hotel tips. For example, you know, things like um, make sure that you're staying local with local treatments and local masseurs and and don't try if you're in um marrakesh to do a balinese spa you know go for the moroccan argan oils and that sort of thing so so authenticity well-being and sustainability are the three most important trends i think excellent yeah and you were on the forefront of that i remember when you created your wellness division um yeah real thought leader there ahead of the time and i do agree it is i mean already now clients are saying where is there somewhere i can go and really rejuvenate myself now after being locked in and that is something we're seeing and uh definitely if any royal monster comes to my mind all the time for this that spa is absolutely incredible it's so beautiful Really beautiful. And actually, we've got a client in the Maldives, which is Joali. I don't know if you know it, but they are yes. actually building a separate island, which is just going to be a well-being island. And the owner has been all around the world to every fasting clinic, Ayurvedic clinic, you know, Chivasom, Varna, booking a Maya clinic to put together the best spa in the Indian Ocean. So I think, and it's not spa, obviously, it's very much well-being. So that's going to be fabulous when that opens at the end of this year. Incredible. I can't wait to see that and hear all about it. Um, another spa that you have is Evian Resort. Yeah. Still, I still think about my moments okay. in that spa. And I just absolutely loved, loved the treatments there. I thought it's just absolutely incredible place. Well, it's yeah. also obviously the Evian water. The minute you walk yes. in, you feel like you're pure. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Definitely, definitely. Excellent. Um, and also from obviously a PR and marketing uh, point of view, um, what do you think it's essential for brands sort of moving forward? So we're going into this wellness, sustainability. What else thinks needs to happen now uh, that we're coming out of our lockdown? Well, on the PR side, what I'm really convinced of and what we're really finding is that you have to have a 360 degree um, holistic outlook on it so it has to be PR sales marketing they're all merging into one and obviously digital is is very much the thing that everybody is focusing on not just because of the lockdown and they've been doing everything digitally but obviously things can change very quickly the whole influencers and influential people with their followers and how they actually get their message out very quickly content creators all that sort of thing is very very key and I think if you're not moving into the digital world somehow you're really missing out one of the things we did during lockdown is we forged a partnership um, with studio black tomato who we've worked with very closely over the past few years but now we have a formal partnership so they are our brand and creation arm which is great so when a client comes to us whether it's new or whether it's one which has already been established and wants to tweak things and modernize things. We go in there with Studio Black Tomato and we change things and we look at everything with them. So that's great. Yeah, excellent. Um, and I got to see some of that partnerships as well um, on different webinars and things in the industry, which is great. But also, um, I think that collaboration is so key. Uh, we've always known it's important to collaborate, right? And Absolutely. Uh, I think more than ever, it's, it's, it's really important that we all stick together. And like you said, there's this travel day of action, but we all do need to kind of come together as one. Um, so do you think, so as public relations, what do you think that looks like in 2021 and beyond? And do you think there'll be more collaborations to come that we'll see in the industry? Um, I think definitely collaborations is the way to go. And our, our strap line for Mason Rose is creating connections. So it will be about connecting, obviously, our clients to databases and people, but it's also working with other agencies because we can't be everything to everyone. And rather than doing something not properly, we will collaborate with other people. The other thing is there's so much business out there. And once travel starts again, we won't be able to represent everybody. So we're always looking at our other people collect probably competitors, but we're always recommending each other. So it's a very nice industry. And I hope that the travel agency world will work like that because it's going to be a very tough time for everyone. So the best thing is to come together, I think. Yeah, no, most definitely. I couldn't agree more. Um, and what brands do you see kind of excelling in this space? What are brands that stand out to you? And it doesn't necessarily just have to be the travel industry, but who do you think is doing it really well right now from a um, PR marketing I think Black Tomato, not Studio Black Tomato, but the travel agency arm of Black Tomato, they continue to create very inspiring product and campaigns. I think they're doing a great job. Um, I think Six Senses and Belmond were both very quick off the mark with their virtual experiences in the peak of lockdown. And some of their activations were, you know, really sublime. And I learned a lot, not only about them as a brand, but also through sort of their masterclasses as well. They, they were really useful. Um, and then on the sort of fashion side, I think Gucci has done a great job. I don't know if you've seen what they've been doing, but, you know, their mix of savvy social and their Gucci gram were excellent. They embraced popular culture and work with influencers. And then Bottega Veneta, 
I thought they were amazing. They actually forsook their Instagram and they created their own digital journal, which was fantastic. So those are the brands that spring to mind off the top of my head. No, no, I couldn't agree more with the six senses in Belmont. I definitely was transported virtually to those destinations. Yeah. They did an incredible job yeah. uh, virtually at taking us there and also making sure they sent us something too that kind of felt like you were there, whether it be a cocktail exactly. or whatever. But yeah, it was, it was really, really well done. I agree. And yeah, Gucci did send it to me as well. I think that was a brand, I felt it was maybe a bit lost yeah, <laughs> before absolutely. this whole pandemic. Yeah, yeah, and it really came to the forefront. So, yeah, I think those are excellent examples of that. And I love um, the Bottega Veneta um, videos with their sort of musicians and stars and things. So it really wasn't anything to do with fashion, but it put them on that sort of cool plane. I thought that was very clever. Yeah, no, definitely. And from from this, I know you also have done some charity work as well, um, which was a big thing, I think, during this time as well. Yeah. And we're looking at our charitable arm and, you know, really working on that. Um, I know also that you have a, this hotel school, London, that you work with. And I just wondered if you could talk a little bit about that. So I think that's really incredible project. Yes, absolutely. I mean, hotel school was set up originally by Jeremy Goring, who owns the Goring Hotel. And he has done it in partnership with Centerpoint, which is a ho obviously a homeless charity. It's the charity that Princess Diana took the boys when they were very little to see the homeless people to really get them to understand what homelessness was about. And basically, the hotel school takes 30 people a year from Centerpoint and helps them through training in hotels and at hotel school to have a craft at the end of it obviously trying to get them into the hospitality world and it, it is amazing because they are not coming from easy backgrounds you can imagine if they're actually on the streets they have gone through some terrible things to get there mm -hmm. and just training them helping them and nurturing them and then getting them into paid work has been really amazing so we do that as a pro bono PR story you know we don't get paid for it the Goring is not our client, but it was something we felt very strongly about actually doing. Um, and then the second thing, when you asked about the charitable work during COVID, Fleming's Hotel, which is also a client of ours, Henrik Muller, um, chef, was preparing food every Friday night for a charity which was called Charity Begins at Home and basically was giving out 120 to 200 meals every Friday night to homeless people. Um, and that was really very humbling because there I was sitting at home moaning you know in a lovely house with a garden about COVID and the fact that I wasn't seeing friends and doing that and then when I went there and saw these poor people who had nothing and that meal was their one meal of the day it really put things into perspective for me. Most definitely yeah congratulations and well done for doing that and yeah it, it I think that we've all kind of put things in perspective right it's yeah to I mean even having a garden like you said having outdoor space <laughs> where yeah. a lot of people may not even have outdoor space or people don't have a home so exactly. yeah no great work that has been done there um yeah so where is uh where's Tanya traveling to next now that we do see things opening <laughs> exactly. up where, where oh. are you going to go do you know what I will go anywhere anyone invites me no um <laughs> my my planned two trips which I absolutely hope I'm going to be doing is every summer we go to the hotel in Saint-Paul-de-Vence called Le Colombe d'Or, which is a very small hotel. It's only got 30 bedrooms, but it's very well known because 
the owners um, was a painter and he was friendly with Picasso and Miro and Chagall. And at the time they didn't have any money, so they left painting. So the whole hotel, although it's a bed and breakfast basically, has incredible artwork. And my husband's been going there for 40 years. And since we've been together for 25 years, we've spent August there. So I'm absolutely praying we can do that. We were on our way last year, packed bags and everything when the lockdown actually was announced for the quarantining. So we didn't get there. So that's my first trip. And then my second trip is to my fasting clinic in Germany, which I usually do every January um, for two weeks, haven't been able to do. So I'm going to go there in October and try and get rid of all of these pounds which I've put on during lockdown, <laughs> <laughs> which I think everybody else has from too much eating and too much drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's always trying to keep moving. That's why I'm on a 90 day challenge right now to try to get mine off as well. So oh, good girl, <laughs> good girl, very good. Yeah. So, and what other exciting things can we see with Maison Rose? Because you've done so many things, I know, in the last year. But what what do you kind of have planned for the future? And uh, nice to see people back in the office. But what oh, other things are you doing? It's so nice to see people back in the office. Um, and, you know, we've had a lot of time during lockdown to look at things and see how we can do things differently. So we did the partnership with Black Tomato, Studio Black Tomato. We've increased our international um remit and we've just hired somebody in germany so we're now going to have a german pr office as well so we've now got spain france um spain france italy and now germany and scandinavia so that's very exciting um and then then there are other things that we're looking at which we haven't finalized but honestly lots of very exciting things on the horizon and one of the things we finalized which was something we had always done in um, principle but not in name was we launched something called Mason Rose Access which was basically access to high net worth individuals which are my little black book really and all the contacts that I've built up for many years so now we have a division called Mason Rose Access for hotels who want to access direct clients as well as the trade so that's going really well and um, yeah lots more on the horizon very very exciting love the energy love it <laughs> we never but, stop mary like you I, <laughs> I love it no it's great it's always great the enthusiasm is amazing excellent so we are going to do a little fire round if you're ready um i've got a little five questions for you uh, we do this at the end of every show have fun like this the actor studio <laughs> love it yes yeah definitely so I'm going to ask you what you prefer. So okay. do you prefer morning or night? Night. Oh, you're a night talk. Okay. Excellent. I'm a, I'm a 5 a.m. girl. So oh, no, definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 5 a.m. girl coming back from a party. <laughs> not coming Love it. Do you prefer a yacht or a private jet? Private jet. Excellent. You can get further, can't you? <laughs> yes. I would love to be able to get used to one. Yes. Yes. Silver or gold? Gold. Excellent. Do you prefer the mountains or a beach? I like both, but I grew up in Switzerland. So probably if I have to find a preference, would say mountains. But I do love the beach too. 
Yeah, it's a tough. This is a tough one, I think. I find the mountains is so peaceful, right? It takes so, out every knot yeah. out of your body. Um, and, and I, I also love I love the mountains in the summer as much as in the winter. I absolutely love walking and riding in the mountains. It's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Beautiful. Now this one might be a little bit difficult for you, but opera or ballet? Mm. Oh <laughs> gosh, that's so difficult. I have to say ballet, I think, although I absolutely adore the opera, but I was on the board of the English National Ballet for many years. So my, you know, I'm really close to ballet. And also I wanted to be a ballet dancer. I had a place at White Lodge, but, you know, at the Royal Ballet when I was 11 and my father didn't oh. let me go he told me I was going to end up a go-go dancer in Lowe's Casino in Monaco so I've always got <laughs> at the back of my mind ballet I think oh I love that story yeah I found this one very difficult as well because I love both but I did dance as well um in a past life yes. so ballet is kind of yeah, yeah I think that has part. to go exactly yeah. <laughs> Love it. And since this is Laura Listens, I'd like to ask what or who are you currently listening to? Um, I tell you what I love listening to and I listen to all the time is Holly Rubenstein's The Travel Diaries. I think they are absolutely fantastic. It's a great podcast. She's got a lovely voice. She's a great interviewer and she's interviews for lots of my friends like Joe Malone and Anya Highmarch. And I think that's really wonderful. I listen to that every time she does a new series. Um, I'm listening to The Greatest Secret, which is the sort of new book from Rona Bryan, you know, The, the Secret as in, you know, look and yes. think positively, which I'm a great believer in. And what I'm just about to listen to is Tony Robbins's The Mic is Mightier Than the Sword, because I love him too. So they're all sort of motivational, um, positive thinking or travel things. Those are my favorites. Love it. I love all of those. Um, haven't the Tony Robbins one? I haven't, but Greatest Secret, yes. And I do agree with you, Holly Robinson. She's really, really good. Yeah, that's great. Love it. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Um, it's been to learn what's happening with you and Mason Rose and all the exciting developments. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've loved every second of it. And I love you and I love what you're doing. And you're a great inspiration to everyone and a ray of sunshine to be around. Oh, so, so, so you're, you're such an inspiration and amazing role model. And uh, yeah, you do really live by your advice, which is kindness is king, because I've heard you say that many times. <laughs> um, and it definitely you radiate that. So oh, thank uh, I thank you. And I look thank forward you to for having me. Yeah, yeah, see you soon. Okay, all the best. Bye. Take care, Janet. Thank, thank you. Bye. Bye. A big thank you to Tanya Rose for joining me today. And I'd also like to thank Dio Gibson for our Lure Listens beat from his song, Can't Wait. Please remember to follow Lure Lifestyle on Instagram at Lure Lifestyle. Stay tuned for future Lure Listens, where I will celebrate more luxury lifestyle leaders that I encourage you to listen to.